When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello Manchester United fans, welcome back to the Manchester is Red podcast brought to you by the Manchester Evening News. I'm Sam Hutchison and in this extra episode we're going to listen to Eric Ten Hag's press conference following that 1-0 win over Aston Villa and then dissect some of his key answers, but let's get straight into it. A step closer to the Champions League now, you've already got a trophy in the finals. Could you have hoped for more than this in the first season? Could you guys have expected more from your first season in charge? Now, this, this question, I think you have to wait uh, till, till it's done. And we have to go and, and keep going from game to game. But I think this is a brilliant week for us. Uh, when you are in the semi-final, in a tough game, against a good opponent we have seen in the week, um, we play a very good game and get through in the final. And then Tottenham, in the first half, we play very well. And today we play in two halves. I think, I think an impressive game. Uh, so big credits to the team. Eric, it seemed the ball over the top was an opportunity for you to score frequently today. Was that something going into the game that you knew you wanted to do? About what? The ball over the top. So the oh, yeah. yeah. That was, yeah, that was the, definitely that was, um, one of our ideas uh, for this game, to, to pass the ball and play the ball behind, but also the formation. I think, um, um, I think we, uh, the Leds did great in that organisation, uh, attacking-wise. Um, could have been better. It can always be better. Uh, the timing uh, was not always uh, perfect, uh, but um, with our speed, if you do it in, uh, in the right way, uh, we created the chances from it. We had to score uh, more. We know that, but I think finally it was a success. Some Casemiro, sorry. I wonder, do you, do you feel his form had sort of dipped slightly before today? He seemed like he had a really good game, but I just wondered if you, you felt maybe his form had slightly dipped, or if there was any reason for that, or do you, do you not think that? Uh, I, I think that's in every season. I think you see, that, um, yeah, uh, no one is always playing brilliant, and he played on such high level, and maybe some games uh, also um, uh, by suspension, the rhythm uh, is broken, and then you have to get back. But today, this was the Casemiro we have seen almost all season, and and he brings so much in organization and composure, and. Uh, determination um, and his leadership is then so important for, for, for us um, because others go with him 
He's taken the example, and I think that is also what we have seen, especially in the second half, a determined team and a passionate team um, who want to win and want to win more as the opponent, and yeah, then you win. Um, Eric, probably during the first half of that FA Cup semi-final, when uh, Bruno Fernandes picked up that knock, most people would have expected him to be subbed in that game, but he carried on to extra time and then has played two matches and scored the winning goal today. What does that say about his, his resilience? A lot. Uh, but I emphasise it all on the Thursday in, in London. Uh, he's so tough and um, a couple of weeks ago was questioning about his captaincy. Yeah, it's crazy <laughs> because he is such a big leader. Uh, by example, he gives so much energy to the team uh, of, uh, besides uh, his smartness, but also what you say yeah, is determination, his passion and his resilience. And so, yeah, I think we as a team are so happy. We need such players if you want to win games, if you want to win trophies. Chris, I hear it. the band's got behind you today, but there's obvious anger towards the ownership issue right now. They were quite vocal today about that. Is that making it harder for you over these five few games of the season, certainly at home if the fans do carry on like that? Uh, we felt really that the fans were behind us. <laughs> and. Um, so we have to focus uh, to be successful because that is what the fans expect and they can expect and they have to rely on us. So we will focus on that and, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure when we give performances like uh, we do all seasonal, uh, the fans are behind us and uh, there's a lot of energy, there's a really uh, I think strong bond between the fans and the players. Last question, Ty. Uh, just on uh, Eric and his role on the right today, you picked him on the right in, in the Aston Villa game in the Carabao Cup as well, and I think against Man City when they played a high line. What, what's your reasoning for certain games in, in playing him on the right wing? Because it seems like a tactic in those sort of third man runs and, and getting on the ball. Is, is there something in that? What, what's sort of the reason for it? It, it, does, it, is not, it seems like tactic, it is tactic. <laughs> and more of out, out of more reasons. Um, uh, you can play several roles and you uh, also in that perspective you need players like Bruno to be successful because we have seen against Everton he can play a deeper role and he brings uh, brings passes. Um, as a 10 we know all what he can but also from a side uh, he's a, first he's a very good presser, uh, he understands the moment uh, when to close down and uh, when to, uh, to bring uh, the opponent in trouble. He knows also when to run back, to track back, and to, and to close passing lines and to close uh, opponents. Uh, so they, even if our press get beat, he knows when to get back. And then of course he can play in between the line and give the pass, but also he can, for himself, get behind the lines. So um, he has so many skills and yeah, it's, it's a pleasure to work with players like him. Okay, thank you very much. So that was Eric Ten Hag's press conference and what I really noticed in that press conference is his praise for Bruno Fernandes. It was an excellent performance from Bruno. He was fantastic in midfield again and it was a doubt that he would even make the game. He was brilliant. He scored the winning goal. He was really active on the right wing where he started, which is he's not really started on the right wing 
much recently, but he had earlier in the season, and he's really done an exemplary job there. I think Eric Ten Hag chose him because Aston Villa are a much better attacking side than some of the other teams that Manchester United have played in recent weeks. And Bruno's offers on the right a little bit more defensively and compact than Anthony does. He also focused on the through balls, as he mentioned in his press conference. And Bruno Fernandes is 100% better than at them than Anthony is. So it looked like it was a tactical switch. He really praised his resilience to get back out on the pitch. And he actually said he was his captain, which is that sign of things to come. Harry Maguire is officially club captain, but Harry Maguire hasn't been playing. And Bruno Fernandes is practically Manchester United's captain already. And he probably will be full-time captain come next season. Eric Ten Hag was full of praise for Bruno and it's understandable. As for his other midfield marshal in Casemiro, he was back to his best against Aston Villa. It was like performances that we've seen from Casemiro in the Champions League at Real Madrid. And he was brilliant. He really is just the rock in that midfield. He makes everybody else around him play so much better that even if he's not having a great game, by the looks of things, he's still undroppable and he's still fantastic and he still does exactly what was needed of him for Manchester United in that midfield. And he rounded off the press conference by saying the fans, were, he felt the fans were behind the team. There was a protest in the build-up, I'm sure you've seen, and... The question that the journalist asked was, did they feel the effects of the protest? And Eric Ten Hag says, no, the fans were behind the team. We felt that we really got the support. And that's great from you, Manchester United fans. The performance can't drop in this business end of the season. And the off-field issues have to be mentioned and have to be talked about. But Eric Ten Hag doesn't need to be feeling the effects of that protest on the pitch. He needs to be making sure Manchester United win games and get into the Champions League and hopefully win another trophy. And if, say, the protest made the whole stadium atmosphere feel really hostile towards him, that might not have happened. And with such a narrow win as a 1-0 win over a massively informed Aston Villa side who've been really good since Unai Emery came in, that makes a massive difference. And well done Manchester United fans for showing that support that Eric Ten Hag and his side will need going into the last few games of the season. So Manchester United fans, that was Eric Ten Hag's press conference. Let us know what you thought of it and I'll speak to you later. <laughs>